There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get Breaking Saints News Podcast, Saints Player Grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel, where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. Symbol is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Go to Symbol.com, use the promo code SD today. Ralph Marlbro here from Saints Happy Hour. You need to join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the Spotify Greenroom app. We are talking Saints or anything New Orleans sports related. On Spotify Greenroom, you can interact with us by asking questions or just laugh at me mispronouncing names. Download the Spotify Greenroom on your iPhone or Android device, then follow Saints Happy Hour so you can join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. to talk Saints or anything else NOLA sports related. So do it. Download Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. We'll see you there. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. If it's Wednesday, that means we are on the Spotify Green Room app. Thanks for joining us live if you're in the room with us. If you're not listening live and you listen to the replay, uh, join us live every Wednesday. Download the Spotify Green Room app. We're talking Saints. We're talking uh, anything anything New Orleans sports related, and you know anything like Justin Verlander just resigned with the Astros. I'm excited. My wife's excited. Random sports news. Um, my wife. My wife. She's very excited. They better sign. They better re resign Carlos Correa, please, Astros, for my well being. I'm just saying. Um, Andrew, Saints, Eagles. Sunday, huge game. I went on an Eagles podcast today. They were very nice to me. Um, behind enemy lines, Eagles. Check it out. Kyle, 
Kyle Brandon. He does it. It's amazing. But uh, here's the thing, Andrew. I saw the injury report for the Saints today, and I got real excited because I was like, Alvin Kamara, we practiced. And then I saw the full injury report, and I was like, Armstead didn't practice. Ramcheck didn't practice. Somebody comes, two people leaves. Uh, the Saints, they need their tackles, Andrew. As a, as a hardcore <laughs> football watcher, I'm, I'm going to say they need both of their tackles in Philadelphia. You're really going out yeah. on a limb there, Ralph. <laughs> that's, a, that's quite a take. Bold. Uh, yeah, I try not to freak out too much about Wednesday's report. You know, you hope the guys – I mean, if they can come back and be limited on Thursday, that's usually a sign that they play. So um, we'll see. Uh, it's concerning. I mean, the prospect of – you know, who they'd probably roll with is Jordan Mills. Uh, he's a veteran. You, Most of you listeners probably are like, who? Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that Jordan Mills is on this roster. But he's a veteran tackle, uh, and he's been on the team for – Exactly the situation. You know, he's been in the league for, gosh, uh, a minute now. I mean, he played for the Bears, played for the Cowboys, and then he was a starter for the Bills for a while. He, I think he started, like, almost 100 games in his career. So he's he's been in the league. He, he's a guy. He's done it. Wow. Um, and uh, he might not be a turnstile. Well, I mean, he kind of has- reminds me. I'm trying to think of who's, like, one of those veteran tackles they used to keep. He's kind of like Bushrod in his second tour duty. You know, it's like that. So – uh, we'll yeah. see. I mean, if he has to play, hopefully he's like a Hearst level. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, not having Ramchek would be would be devastating. Yeah, and you know, the thing is, the Saints they just they have to find a way. And it, and as I look at this game, Andrew, it's really interesting. In that, I love these games that are. You know, because sometimes we'll go into a game and we'll be like, the Saints, they need to do this and they need to do that. And this team, they're not really good at this, so it should go this way. This game, you have strength upon strength. The Saints, number one, rushing defense, 73 yards a game. The last three weeks since Onyamata's been back, it's been better. They're giving up, what, two and a half yards a carry. And you got the Eagles, their entire yeah. turnaround of their season is the fact that they – kind of ditched the analytics and was like, you know what? Running the ball, analytics says it's bad, but we're going to do it. And, and they have averaged 144 on the ground. They, they had, what, 217 against Denver uh, last week. So they have committed to running the ball. It's helped uh, Jalen Hurts being a better quarterback. He's been actually pretty good. Um, so this game is strength on strength, and it's going to be really interesting to see what team uh, continues the continues their dominance on, on, on that side of the ball. Is it the Saints stopping? Is it Philly continuing to run? Um, we'll get into that. But I before we get into that, though, you know what? I want to talk about, Andrew, <clears throat> what you texted me about Simeon. You were breaking down more film today, I guess, and look and rewatching the game. And you were saying that you, you, were, you think Simeon is even playing better than you thought with the Saints, and he's being let down by receivers that were even worse than you thought. Explain that text chain that you sent me today, this afternoon. Yeah, I tweeted about this too. Um, So, yeah, you know, I just got bored and watched some throws from Simeon, and I actually watched every throw he made uh, in these two and a half games. And so his completion percentage is 57.7 right now, which is not, you know, not very good. And – I just kind of assumed, yeah, he's not super accurate. Like, he'll make some good throws. He'll miss some. 
Um, and then rewatching the game, I'm like, oh man, like if those five balls are caught, like his completion percentage changes quite a bit. And then you know, and then and then you you start looking at it, and you're just like, wow, there, there's and and the thing is, there's no separation half the time. And he's again, I mean, you guys probably remember just off the top of your head, there's been a couple deep balls to Kenny Stills and Kevin White where he put like he, he, he those guys are covered but they go up to get the the spirit of performance is what defines Acura and now it's electric introducing the ZDX Acura's most powerful SUV yet crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships the ZDX has track tested performance that packs an energy all its own Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Ball, and they put two hands on it, and they drop it, right? And so it's just like they don't have any separation, and yet he's still putting it in a spot where they have a shot at it. And they're just not coming up and making plays for him. And so I was like, wow. So I, I started counting the drops and I came up with 14. 14. And, and it's not like it's one dude. It's not like it's one dude where you're just like, yeah, he's this guy's killing him. I mean, I'm sure we can all point to Troutman, Troutman and, and rag on him. But it's really like you go up and down the roster. Deontay had one. Rayquan had a couple. Kevin White. Kenny Stills. Troutman, John Johnson, like they all had drops. And so it's just like, they're all doing it to him. So I, I don't know <laughs> how you fix it, but uh, here, here's the crazy thing. Larry Holder sent me the stat. Trevor Simeon's catchable pass percentage via Sports Info Solutions is 88.7%. It's fourth in the NFL, wow. Ralph. Fourth. So he's got an 88.7 catchable pass percentage, and yet his completion percentage is 57.7. That's crazy. So, you know, I, and look, he, he hasn't thrown a pick. He's thrown five yeah. touchdowns. He has one fumble. And I just, when I go back and I look at it, I'm like, man, he's playing some pretty good football. Either they are not helping him out at yeah. all. He's really being held back by their you receivers. Know, no, and I, I was on Gus Kattengill today, and he was talking, he played a soundbite of Traquan Smith talking about the receiver struggle. And Traquan was like, Coach is getting on us. Curtis Johnson, he met Curtis Johnson, and and Sean is getting on us. Like we know that we suck, and we gotta we gotta turn this around. Like it was a really interesting soundbite from him. He was really honest, and he's like, "We as a group, we are sucking. We need to turn it around. We know that the coaches are getting on us, and we need to we need to do better." And the thing that's to me, Andrew, is you know we always talk about. In college, well, like the windows to complete passes are, are 
wider for quarterbacks, and it's hard to necessarily judge how they do anticipation when you go from college to the NFL. I would argue Trevor Simeon, his windows are tighter than most NFL teams because, like you said, they don't get set and a separation and he's still giving them a chance and not really putting the ball at risk except for the the Tampa game where it got you know he, he got bailed out by a penalty um but i tend to i tend to not believe anything that Saints Twitter says <laughs> cuz they fancy themselves football experts and the minute they fixate on something they can't let it go you know it's just like once they've decided yeah. th- this is what something is then it, it's that way forever. It's completely inflexible. No player is able to improve. You know, it's just like, that's it. So, yeah. you know, that, that's just my experience with Saints Twitter. And so I never really take it that seriously. And so, you know, I, it, I'll admit I've been watching it a little bit more closely with Simeon than I have with Jameis. And I, I think that's just because, like, you know, now I've seen more game tape and I've seen more receivers run routes and it's the same guys. And mm-hmm. I just get a chance to really start to formulate opinions. And I have to say, Saints Twitter spot on. Like, these receivers are garbage. They're every bit as bad as Saints Twitter is telling you they are. And normally Saints Twitter is totally like going for shock value, over-exaggerating things, uh, having opinions that are half-baked. But like this is... It's 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 a little haunting and a little scary how spot on they are. When was the last I mean this receiver group is terrible. We got Mr. Juge, we'll get to you in just a second. It, it the thing with this the thing with this receiver group is I, like I don't know the solution because I feel like Sean Payton have had times where he's sort of schemed them open and Trevor Simeon can make throw, but I just don't know. Like, there's no fix except catch the fu- freaking ball, guys. No. Well, but look, I mean, look, the efficiency with which the quarterbacks have played, and now I'm talking about both Jameis and, and Simeon, they're do- both of them are doing a great job. Both of them did. And they're doing everything they can to try to help this team win a game. And so that, that's where I'm impressed is Sean Payton has got these quarterbacks to do the best they possibly can. And obviously they're not getting any help, but – they're also not going YOLO. They're staying within themselves. They're not turning the ball over. And so I think that's maybe the best silver lining I can give you guys is that as I watch Simeon play, now, you know, I don't know when it goes off the rails. I mean, Simeon could throw five picks <laughs> against the Eagles and we're like, okay, he's garbage, right? Like the wheels could come off. But as long yeah. as he keeps playing like this, he's, it, he's not, a, in my opinion, he's not a net negative. There's not a big drop off from what we were seeing with Jameis. And so, and then Jameis played well. This isn't a knock on Jameis. I just think Simeon's playing some pretty good ball. And so that should give you hope that this team can win games with Simeon at quarterback. They really can. Uh, it's just about the receivers making a few more plays and the kicking game. God, we got to make extra points. Well, an ex- make an extra point. Mr. Juge, thanks for joining us. Uh, what's your thoughts? How are you feeling going into the Eagles game? Are you over Tennessee? Are you feeling positive? Are you still – I still – I'm not convinced they're going to beat the Eagles, but what do you think, Mr. Juge? Going once, going, going twice. Nice. Oh, might have to unmute there yourself. He is. Hey, there. no, sorry. Yeah, Ralph. You know, you know, I'm I'm over Tennessee, and I'm I'm confident about the Eagles. I'll tell you why in a minute. I obviously don't come on here to disagree with the tape eater, 
Um, <laughs> Tre- Trevor Simeon, I'm, 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 yeah, I, I was following what Andrew was, you know, saying that, uh, earlier today in the in the Discord. Um, I, I don't think I, uh, Trevor Simeon is not the problem. That's not why we're losing. There are lots of other yeah. reasons why. But uh, I was looking back at the Eagles game last year. You know, we're ten and three. They're nowhere. Jalen Hurts gets his his first start. Hurts Hurts runs for a hundred yards. Miles Sanders gets over a hundred yards. Of course, eighty two of that was on one run. But the point is, Ralph, they got 250 yards rushing, 6.8 yards a carry. That cannot happen. That cannot happen. Hertz completed 17 to 30 passes, and he averaged 5.6 yards a pass. When when you average more yards running than passing, (laughs) you know something something went radically wrong. So, with I mean, with our defense, I don't know, I guess Miles Sanders, maybe he's hurt, maybe he's back. But the point is, I don't see how – the Eagles can get 250 yards rushing on us at seven yards a carry. I don't see that happening. I think we got to bottle up Hurts and force him to throw, and I don't think he can beat us throwing. Um, so, uh, and I think that with Kamara back, assuming that happens, uh, and you know Simeon, I think I think we can put enough points together to win. So I'm I'm confident that we can that we can win this one. I mean, I you know I think obviously you know the, the problems are giving up big plays, you know, not being able to make extra points and kicks and things like that, but um I'm uh, I'm confident that we beat the Eagles uh You know, you know Sunday. what was interesting going on the Eagles podcast Mr. Juge, they hate their receivers not as much as we hate the Saints receivers cuz I don't think any fan base in in the NFL hates their receivers as much as we hate our receivers, but the Eagles no hate chance. their they hate their receivers a lot that aren't named Devonta Smith. Like they, so I just mm-hmm. wonder, Andrew, are the Saints going to be like, listen, stuff the run, Lattimore, put the cast back on your hand, pretend it's October, <laughs> guard Devonta Smith. Maybe they, maybe they convince him. It's Devonte, Ralph. Devonte. 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 Yeah. There you go. Come on, Ralph. He's a Louisiana Devante. boy. De- tell, tell, tell Lattimore Devonte Devante Smith is uh, Mike Evans. You lock. This lock is this him. is where we need Thomas to hit the Ralph. Can't say anyone's name. Anyone's name. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so have I'll just call him Smith. That'll be either. Have Lattimore <laughs> lock down Smith. The rest of the receivers don't do anything. Mush rush. Shut the run game down, and you're good. Um, <clears throat> Well, I, I was going to tell my dad, I guess you, you booted him out, no, but I was going to tell him real out. quick that, that uh, Jordan Mills, uh, if he plays, he went to Louisiana Tech. He's a Louisiana boy from Thibodeau, but he went to uh, yeah. Napoleonville for high school. And you know the Juge, the Juge is the lineage. My dad's dad, Paul Juge Sr., he, uh, he's from Napoleonville originally. So, right. so Jordan Mills has Absolutely. some Juge, you know – I don't know how I want to put that, but you know, we're, we're, I don't know if we're, everyone's related. And yeah, everyone's related to Napoleonville, right? Yeah. It's like four people there. So Jordan Mills is like a distant cousin of ours, dad, but uh, no, he, he's, he went to Louisiana tech. Absolutely. Mr. Juge, final thing that you can get out of here. Uh, Are the Saints going to make an extra point Sunday? I think we ought to just give up and go for two. (laughs) No, hang on. Wait, no, sorry. Take that back because we can't. We can't make two points because we haven't made two points since. Right, we've met, we've missed eight in a row of those. I don't think that's any better. No, I think as as long as the wind is not bad like it was in Tennessee, I think we can make two extra points out of three. Are you allowed to punt on an extra point? No, drop but you kick. can drop kick. 
You can drop kick. I mean, that's what we ought to do. I, we Blake Gil- I think we got to try it with Blake Gillikin. Just drop kick. I think you got to try to <laughs> fake, fake field goal on the extra point. Get really weird. Well, well, okay. Here's the thing: if you're like, we're going for two, if you tell the ref that, right? So he puts the ball at the two, but then you go in a kicking formation anyway. Is that what you're saying? No, you line up like. Well, that, uh, that's true. You can't. You, you, no, no. Ralph is extra, saying you line up for the, the extra, extra point. point the extra point is too far run. back. I forget. I forget. That's right. Because that. you like got. I mean, you got to get seventeen back. yards if you're trying to fake a field goal, or if yeah. you fake a kick. Yeah, that would take. That would take. Ex- Extremely gigantic balls to fake the extra point from the seventeen. I think Ralph, we're at the point we're at the point where we should be practicing the drop kick three hours a day. You got it. Well, Sean Payton could be like, "Look, we can't make yeah, the, I'm, we can't I'm, make I the agree. two point." So I was trying to trick him, and I don't trust my kicker to make extra points. And, and, and you know what? We probably just all sad nod along with his explanation. Uh, well, you know, we, we've officially reached the point of the pro, in the program where, I, and I don't know, we, we never did a breaking podcast about this, Ralph, and I'm, frankly, I'm a little offended and surprised, but the Saints brought <laughs> back Brett Maher. Whatever was going on with him that's, physically, that's, he's healed now. So he's, he's no, this, no longer injured, and he's on the practice squad. This, this is the saddest kicking situation the Saints have ever had. They are recycling their horrible kickers that they cut previously. That's right. This this is unprecedented, Andrew. I mean, before they just cycle through. I mean, it's only it's only a matter of time before we roll with Aldrich Rosas again. Yeah, right? like they're just recycling. They're just going through the roll of the X's, and they're like, oh, should it's I? like musical. Chairs yeah, gonna, they're gonna, they're drunk dialing the X's that they didn't even like. Yeah, it's, this is this is dark. Where where's Kai? Where's Kai? This Forbet? is the darkest timeline of Saints kicking I think ever. Sim Bull is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Sim Bull. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Go to Symbol.com, use the promo code SD today. Ralph Marlboro here from Saints Happy Hour. You need to join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app. We are talking Saints or anything New Orleans sports related. On Spotify Green Room, you can interact with us by asking questions or just laugh at me mispronouncing names. Download the Spotify Green Room on your iPhone or Android device, then follow Saints Happy Hour so you can join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. to talk Saints or anything else NOLA sports related. So do it. Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at nine o'clock. We'll see you there. So. Yeah, I mean, if you're asking, if you're asking, right, where's Kai Forbath? I mean, that pretty much that's your state of affairs right there. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks, Mr. All right, we we have uh, we have Jake. Jake, what are you thinking about Saints Eagles? Jake, are you the air? I think there's like a delay with like un- delay. unmuting themselves the, uh, kind of deal. Them. So Jake, try to unmute yourself maybe. Yeah. You guys got me now. There we go. There it is. 
Hey, what's going on, guys? I just wanted to talk about the, the receiving core and uh, how good of a season Deontay Harris is having is kind of being, like, outshined a little bit by how bad the receiving core has been. And I'm just excited to see Deontay uh, come back, like, next season with MT healthy, kind of being that number two guy. I think he's going to be able to be a lot better. Instead of having to play the number one role he's really in right now. I like it. I like it. So you're an Eagles fan, so this is a Saints room, but but – but how how much do you hate the Eagles receivers not Smith? No, I am not an Eagles fan. I'm a big Saints fan. Oh. Yeah, I'm a big Saints fan. I'm from Philadelphia, but I live in Louisiana. Okay. I go to LSU. So okay. I'm a big No, okay. So wait, Jake, you're from Philly originally. Yes. And went to LSU. did you just fall in love with the Saints coming to Baton Rouge for, for school? Well, how, how did you make the switch? It started when I was six uh, in 2006 season. I fell in love with the Saints. I visited New Orleans every year to watch a home game, and I just loved Louisiana nice. so much. I just ended up coming down to LSU. So incredible! That's, that's super cool. Awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, Jake, it's a good point. I, I do think. I mean, he certainly is their best one. I, I think he's better than Traquan. I think he's their, their most effective receiver. The, the problem with him, and, you know, when you say number one, number two, the problem with him is he's always going to be limited snap-wise just by his sheer size. And he really offers you zero as a blocker. So when he's in the game, it's a pretty clear signal to the defense that you're throwing the ball or maybe you're running a jet sweep with him because the Saints aren't going to put him in there in a clear running situation and you know he's not going to offer them much as a blocker so I do think he is somewhat limited in terms of what he can do for the offense but you know when you get in two minute drill or or when you're in clear passing situations obviously he's going to play and the most effective route I've watched him run is the route where he it looks like it's a fly and he's it looks like he's going straight down the field and you see the respect that he's getting kind of like Ted Ginn. He's beaten enough teams deep now where teams know about his speed. They respect it. They know he can break off the top. So, and he's able to turn on a dime. He's got that Sproles like ability to cut in in tight spaces. And so he runs a route that looks like a fly and then he stops dead in his tracks and then makes that quick curl. And uh, that's been one of the most effective routes and you've seen the Saints go to it more often now this season. So I think that's probably the route of all the Saints receivers that gets the most separation. And you can see Simeon's going his way. So, you know, obviously the tough thing is he doesn't have huge range. He doesn't have a huge wingspan. And so uh, those throws have to be in pretty tight windows uh, just because you, you can't miss by six inches high or six inches wide because he's not going to catch that. So that, that's, that's the rub with Deontay. Um, but I agree with you that he should be getting used more, not less. It's 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 tough though, Jake, yeah, because you look at absolutely. him and you're like, how much? How much is 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 how much is too much? But the thing is, with the Saints, like he's the guy. Like there, there's no one else receiver wise I trust at all. So, at all, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's very impressive that he's doing what he's doing, even though he gets, you know, wide receiver one attention when he's in the game. So, yeah. well, I mean, Andrew says it like that. That route where he runs, you, you know, teams are looking at film and they're telling their their secondary, don't get beat deep by Harris. So, 
Right. Uh, and, and at some point, they're like, listen, if he catches the out, let him get it. We'll play another down because you, you it's better. It's better to let the Saints get, get a 12 yard out and get a first down. And he beats you over the top for 70 yards, especially especially when teams, you know, in Absolutely. those rooms, they're like, if we shut down Harris and don't give up big plays, this offense isn't going to go seven plays, 10 plays, 12 plays. They're, they're not good enough to do it. We cannot give up the big play. So I think it's something there that they can just they can have repeatedly. Um, I just mentioned Jay. Give, Jay, give us your uh, score prediction for the for the That's game right. on Sunday. How are you feeling about? It? Are you like on a scale of one to ten? Are you like a one, which uh, is like full blown Dave Cariello panic meter, where panic the Saints meter. are losing by fifty, or ten being like, yeah, the Saints got this in the bag? Where are you on that scale right now? I would say it's definitely like a five oh, right now. This game's definitely wow. up in coin the air. Flip. Like it, it could go either way. Yeah, it's a coin flip game. I'll be there at the link. I'm headed home this Saturday to watch the game. Uh, so now, hold I, on, I hold on. Say, are you are you going to wear a Saints jersey in Eagle Stadium? Absolutely. And you won't. Absolutely. You're not going to feel. Wow. I'll be with my dad, who's going to be in an Eagles jersey, but <laughs> I'll get yelled at. I'll get yelled at a few times for do, sure. Do you, Here's the here's the key for going on a road game, and I learned this. The key when you go to a road game for a Saints road game, the key is to buy the most expensive seat you can. Because the better the seat, the better yes. the quality of people yeah. you sit around. And the, <laughs> the guy at the fifty, the guy at the fifty yard line in the club seat, like he's just got more to lose. Miami, yeah, like me and my wife, we we were at the we were t- ten rows up at the fifty yard line when the Saints played the Dolphins in two thousand nine. We wore we wore our Saints stuff. We didn't have any trouble. You know why? Because those seats were ridiculously expensive. You sit up in the nosebleeds. The dude, the, the dude with the with the dude with the the face tats. He can he, he can brawl with you because you know he's not making six figures. And so that's right, the that's right. the, the key. The parking lot. That's the walk the through the parking lot of the link is always uh, is always an interesting one when I'm in Saints gear. So, well, 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 Jake, good luck to you. Hopefully, you you're safe at the game, and good luck to the Saints and have fun. The weather is supposed to be okay, so it should be a, it should be a pretty nice Sunday. I think. Oh. Thank you. You guys have a good one. Yeah. Thanks, so, thanks, Jake, and uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing you. Uh, you know, shout the hoot out chant at the end of the game uh, over the over the TV. Yeah, look for me. Yeah, on the sounds TV. good, buddy. <laughs> right, take care, guys. Yeah. yeah, I forgot to mention uh, Jake is a, he's a patron, so I, I I recognize the name, so that was cool. Uh, Wait, so you recognize I his recognize name? You know, name, he's a patron, and you accuse him of being an Eagles fan. What I is did. That? I, I I saw Jake, but then I saw the last name, and I went to Patreon real quick, and I, and he was a patron. So there you go. Wait, how did you know he was from Philadelphia? Just the voice, dude. You never heard a person from Philadelphia. That, that dude, that is a Philadelphia accent. Wow, I'm impressed. Through and through. I mean. Yeah, I didn't pick you know. up on that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, he said three words. I was like, this dude's from Philly. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody else wants to chime in, go you, ahead. You're telling me you can't say the word Devontae and you, know, you recognize a Philly accent in three seconds. <laughs> Different skill sets, man. Being able I'm to pronounce, you. being able to pronounce names and recognize an accent is totally different skill. That is not something you are blessed with. Hey, uh, before we go any further with Saints talk, I got to tell you one thing real quick. I was watching the Pelicans game; they're terrible. Udonis Ooh. Haslam is still in the league 
And the dude, I just, I'm like, how is that dude still in the league? I looked up his age. He's older than me. The dude is three months older than me, and he's scoring points on the Pelicans. Dude, he's like, he's like, um, I think he's just like a Supreme Court justice for the Heat. Like, he just, he gets to be on the roster as long as he wants. Like, you know, like, that's what it must be. Yeah, How did the Pelicans lose, of course? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Did you need to? Did you need to ask? No, poor Pelicans. It's a given. Yeah. And people are mad. They're like, people are fat shaming uh, Zion Williams. I'm like, because he's fat and he's a basketball player. It's one thing if he was fat and a normal person, you can't really fat shame him. That's mean. Something, but like, he's an athlete. He needs to be in shape, and he's young. So like, I don't feel bad for fat shaming Zion Williams. Like, Zion, we love you. Get in shape. Just saying. I mean, if, if Tractor Trailer and Big Baby Davis, if, if those guys can get in shape, yeah, Zion can too. You know, that's right. Um, you know, we the interesting thing about this game too is the Eagles are terrible in the red zone on offense, and the Saints' defense, of course, as interesting course, has been uh, has been good. So it just it's just going to come. To, I'll be stunned. If if this game gets to the five minute mark of the fourth quarter and it's decided, I just think this is a dead even game. You know, I, I mean, well, that's what yeah. Jake was just saying. The only yeah. thing, you know, we talk about the defense. The one thing that I wanted to bring bring up as well is the defense. Look, they've given up the big plays, but overall, they've still been really good. The one thing they haven't done, Andrew, the last couple, they haven't created a turnover in two since the Tampa game. And the thing is, the Saints desperately need them to create turnovers because turnovers are a way for the saints to make their margins bigger. You know, they don't have as deep a roster, so their margins are naturally thinner. They can't kick a goddamn extra point. That makes the margin thinner. But if you can create a turnover or two, one, it can give the offense a potential short field to score points, but also it just allows you to, if you create a turnover and score points, then if Simeon fumbles and make some – or Deontay Harris fumbles, it gives you room that they can cancel each other out. Obviously, you want to be on the positive side. But they, this defense, they need to get back to what they were doing early in the year where they were, create, they were creating turnovers. Not necessarily – you know, I mean, I know Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins had to pick six, but they need, to, they need to start creating some turnovers. Well, the last two weeks – I mean, say what you will about Matt, Matt Ryan, but, you know – the last two weeks, they were playing veteran quarterbacks that understood pretty clearly, like, hey, Trevor Simeon's on the other side, yeah. and I, I, I can't turn the ball over. And so, you know, Matt Ryan and Tannehill, like, they, you know, they did a good job protecting the ball. Uh, this week, Jalen Hurts, I think he runs the football a lot. He's not quite as experienced throwing it, not quite as adept. Like you just mentioned, their receiver crew is not as good. So I, I think there is – going to be a better chance to get turnovers in this game and it is going to be critical like we talk about the receivers not helping Simeon another way you can help Simeon is by getting turnovers right so I think the defensive side of the ball if they can yeah. give us short fields if if Simeon has you know something to work with and they're taking points off the board the other way uh, then that makes a big difference um, and hopefully the officials don't take away the turnovers we get this time you know that would that would be nice. That yeah, would help too. It'll be interesting to see if the Saints can get the Eagles in third and long. Does Dennis Allen go deep into his bag and try to confuse Hurts? 
you know? Well, it's funny. CK just said uh, you have to make sure you contain Hertz and not allow him outside the pocket. I actually, I actually agree with that. And I wonder if that means Dennis Allen won't be exotic, you know, in the sense that he's just going to rush for, he's going to tell him just bull rush, you know, let's, let's not get super bendy and wide and create lanes for him to cut. Like, let's just stay in our gaps. And if you don't get there and you don't sack him, like, let's just force him to stay in the pocket and throw from the pocket. Yeah. And I mean, it did kind of like, he wasn't, he ran for hundred, but he wasn't great against the saints last year. And he's, he's not, he's been okay this year, you know, um, but not- do you know who uh, Kenny Wade is saying that he hopes uh, the Jerome Booger crew is uh, somewhere else? Do you know? Oh my! Do you know who's officiating this game? I saw I it didn't. on Twitter this week. I forget who it is, but it's not that crew. So Kenny, you can rest assured. Thank God. Take a deep, deep breath and know that it might be okay. Yeah. So Jalen Hurts is completing sixty-two percent of his passes, thirteen touchdowns, five interceptions, uh, average seven point three yards an attempt. You know. Um, yeah, but he's got like 600 yards rushing, right? I mean, he's, he's a team he's leader. He's on pace for almost 900 yards. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's great. It's, he's tearing it up. I mean, so um, that's the thing. But but I, I just think if Jalen Hurts, if he goes 35 of 45 for 350 and four, then you just go, God, our secondary has been brutal for three weeks in a row. It's a problem. And you just say, that's an issue. You – Want Jalen Hurts to beat you throwing the ball. And I think that. Well, I'm just looking at, you know, their offense and who, who they go to, right? Like just, just what, what Hurts tries to do. And Devontae Smith leads the team with 42 receptions. You know, the Dex guy is Dallas uh, Goddard and he, he's at 29 catches. So, and, and we know tight ends typically don't have a tremendous deal of success with the Saints. Malcolm Jenkins is very, very good at containing um, tight ends. So it's really, it's Smith. That's it. And so I just look at Lattimore and I'm calling him out here. You know, Lattimore the last few weeks has been really Mm -hmm. poor. And if there's, he needs to lock down Devontae Smith. It's really that simple. I think the rest of it pass defense wise will be fine. It's really about, Hey, we're going to put you on an island because the focus here is going to be to stop the run. And we're going to have to stay in our gaps. So like, we're going to be forced to stay super disciplined against the run. And that means we're going to leave you on an island with Smith and you're going to have to slow him down. And so this just has to be, I think, the key to victory when you think about it, this has to be a great game for Lattimore. It can't be one of those games like we've seen the last three weeks where he's leaking coverage and he's got, he's got to come – mentally prepared to battle and that it's going to be a tough assignment for him. I think. Yeah. It'll be interesting. You know, <clears throat> it's going to be hard. You know, the, the Eagles will probably do some RPO stuff and, and try to confuse this, try to confuse the saints. And, and it'll be, I wonder if the Eagles will be like, Hey, let's run play action and try to throw on first down against the Saints and be, a, be more aggressive than we think they might. And that that's a chance for them to make big plays, but it's also a chance for the Saints to stop them. Uh, so that's a point, you know. How, how do you feel about Tony Jones coming back? I mean, Ingram's been so – Ingram was – Do you so, feel like it's too little – that's right. I mean, I'm just thinking it's too little too late to the point where, like, he may not really be involved in the offense at all. 
No. I mean, it's Ingram. Ingram has been uh, really good. And, like, I'm not – I'm not – like, Tony Jones was good in the preseason, but, like, I've seen enough from Ingram that, like, I don't want Tony Jones getting Ingram's carries. Yeah. You know? And that's not – it's not just a nostalgia thing. Like, Ingram – Ingram still got it, you know, and I'm happy for Tony Jones because look, Ingram's older. He could, running backs that are older, you never know when they're going to nick. So I'm not against keeping Tony Jones or whatever. But right now, I'm I'm still leaning to Ingram. But the thing is, Kamara, you don't. I mean, he practiced today, but he could have a setback. The Saints could be conservative with him. And listen, if Tony Jones is back and and Kamara can't go, I a hundred percent prefer Tony Jones Jr. getting the carries than Dwayne Washington or well I guess Montgomery can't play because his fingers in a still in a disgusting state um but uh so Kenny Kenny says if, if the Saints are plus one in turnover Saints win yeah what's the one stat that if that that <clears throat> besides besides the score or besides the turnover margin Andrew what's the one stat that you would say if I saw that Sunday morning, I would bet a ton of money on the game. I think if Simeon is over 70% completions, this, that means that they're, they're at least not dropping the passes. Uh, <laughs> on the other side of the ball, I mean, look, if you can hold the Eagles to under 100 yards receiving, I just don't see how they beat you. Yeah, I, I would say. If, Sorry, did I say receiving? I meant rushing. Under 100 yards rushing. Right? Yeah, I would say if Jalen Hurts has more than 35 attempts, I would feel really good about this. That's a good sign. Really good yeah, about the Saints winning. Like if he if he's upwards of 35 or 40 attempts, like I don't even care about the stats because that means Philadelphia is behind. So. Even if you told me like Jalen Hurts completed 30, you know, 27 of 44 for 310 and two touchdowns and two picks, I'd be like, you know what? Give me that. I'll take it because that's, that's too much throwing for the Eagles. And that's what I, I really like. I want Jay, I, I want Jalen Hurts over third. I want him over 35 attempts. I think if he's over, th- if he's over 35 attempts, the Saints will be, uh, they'll be in pretty good. They'll be in pretty good shape. I think. What um, if I told, what if I told you the Saints have 50% third down conversion rate offensively? Ooh. Offensively. Yeah. I would feel really good about it. Yeah, because I I just think if 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 you're if you're converting if you're converting fifty percent of your third down that's great. The only thing that would con- you know what that would make me feel great because if you're fifth if you're over fifty percent on third down even if you don't have a lot of them that just means your offense is so good you're not getting a third down. So I mean if they're because they're they have been the Saints offense is like twenty third and third down like it's it's been bad but but at the same time like even against Tennessee. Like they struggled in the first half, but like they scored a touchdown. And if Simeon doesn't take those, if if he can figure out a way not to take both of those sacks, they would have got another attempt at a field goal. Maybe if he, you know, so they could have had nine points. So the first half wasn't that bad. The thing is with the saints is a sack 
is basically worse than any penalty they can get on offense because they, they just when the Saints get in over third and long, it's they're just not going to do it. Like they might, like the Saints probably. How many third and longs did they convert against Tennessee? They converted the one for the touchdown and maybe one other one the entire game. You know, like they just they just yeah. they just aren't capable of doing it. So it like a. a a sack is almost worse than, than holding, and holding is a death. And holding is a death sentence. Totally. No, I'm with you. You know, you know another interesting stat is that the Eagles are dead last in the league, dead last in passes defended, just 21. Uh, you know, they have six picks on the year, which is middle of the road for the NFL. I mean, the Saints are actually high; they have 11 picks. The Saints almost have double the number of interceptions the Eagles do. So, yeah. you know, they're secondary. They don't get their hands on a lot of balls. And so um, if there's a game where Simeon is maybe going to get a little separation and this is it, you know, this is a secondary that can be had. Yeah. And also, too, the Saints, they're due for some fumble luck. Like, they've had some bad <laughs> – had some. I mean, listen, like Marcus Davenport, he damn near stole that Atlanta game by himself. He forced that fumble. And listen – the analytics nerds will tell you, and I, th- you know me, I fight with the nerds all the time, but I 100% agree with them in this. Forcing a fumble is a skill. Recovering a fumble is pure fuck. It's pure luck. Pure luck. And they did yeah. that. Tennessee did that play where I don't even know what happened. Like Tannehill like got the snap and it like bounced and it went like 10 yards in the field and Tennessee recovered it and got a first down. Like that's just horrific fumble luck. But that's going to even out. Like the Saints, I feel like they should be due to just like fall ass backwards in a couple of fumble recoveries, you know? Yeah, I mean, obviously the offensive line is the big thing I'm worried about. Um, Also, Philadelphia has a good kicker. They're not going to miss extra points and field goals. Jake Elliott is solid. (laughs) So, you know, they have a good special teams unit. Um, But – I think that's going to be the big thing for the Saints is uh, the offensive line. Can they protect Simeon? Because, you know, obviously if you're missing both tackles, if Ramchek is out, um, I think that's borderline catastrophic. Yeah, and, and here's a – We'll here's have to keep an eye on the injury report have, this week. We'll have to keep an eye on the injury report. And here's the thing to consider as, as we get close to wrapping up here is, listen, the Saints, they play th- they're playing three games in 11 days. They got Eagles, Buffalo on Thanksgiving, and then Dallas the next Thursday. They got three games in 11 days. So, you know, here's the thing. Like, if you're – We're about to find out a lot. You're going to find out a lot. But if a guy is nicked up, if he's nicked up, do you – if you're the Saints, are you like, listen – if, if he plays in Philadelphia and gets nicked up again, he can't go on Thursday. So maybe you – Well, I mean, I just look at Kamara sitting out a week, and, yeah, I think in a 17-game season you got to manage guys. And you got to take advantage of the three-week IR. I think at times guys might only be out a week or two, but teams will IR them and just say, look, we don't, we don't want to rush you back. It's a long season. We want to make sure that you're around for the end, that you, know, that you can get through the season. And mm-hmm. so I think – Teams are putting guys on IR way more liberally because it allows them to sign someone, add someone to the roster that can help them that's healthy. And, you know, you're basically get a chance to rehab for three weeks when maybe you could have been back in two weeks or whatever. 
Uh, and, and you don't have to be back in three weeks. That's the beauty. If, if the guy's banged up, you can keep him on IR a little bit longer. Uh, but I think you're seeing that more and more in the NFL where I think teams realize this is a 17-game season. So unless you have something catastrophic where you're out for the year, obviously that's that's a done deal. But I think teams are managing their players and they're sitting guys more than maybe they have in the past. And I think that's smart. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's I you're, you're absolutely it. right, though. Like three games in 11 days, you, you've got to make sure, like, as much as you want to try to win these, you can't try to win them so much that you lose three guys for the year. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be interesting. <clears throat> but like I said, this game, it, it feels so enormous because the difference to me the difference between five and five and six and four is massive because if you get to six and four and maybe they have to. Drew Brees, it's a month, you know, you win, you beat Philly. Maybe you get an emotional boost from Drew Brees. They're, they're basically the Drew Brees goodbye that we couldn't give him against Tampa or any time during the COVID year. Like that's what we get Thanksgiving night. Like, Drew's announcing the game for NBC. They're going to honor him before the game. He should come out in full uniform. He should dress in his full uniform and like run out the tunnel. That would be something. That would be, that would be, I think it would be awesome. But like, they may get a boost from that. And like, you beat Philly, you beat Buffalo, you get to seven and four, and maybe, you know, you probably won't be that. But if you get, if you can get two of these next three and get to seven and five with five games left, you'll be in really good shape to get yourself a playoff spot. And who the hell knows? Maybe age is finally catching up with Tom Brady. You don't, we, we, we kind of just acknowledge that the South is out of reach, but maybe it's. It feels, feels that way a little, little bit, bit, doesn't maybe it? Maybe it's not like maybe, maybe we'll wake up in after the, in three weeks and the saints will be seven and five. And we'll be like, saints are seven and five. Tampa's eight and four. And we got to, we beat Tampa and we still got to play Tampa one more time. Like maybe we'll be like, maybe the South isn't out of reach, but you got, you got to start winning the game and you got to be Philly for tiebreaker purposes. So guys, thanks for joining us on Spotify. We had a really great crowd tonight. More of you should have jumped in and chatted with us. That's why we do Spotify. So you can interact with us, uh, but also become a freaking patron, support the show, our podcast. We are doing such cool stuff with Thomas and graphics and social media and, and Patri- Patreon. Andrew's doing the grades. You get my WWL column early. You get a podcast every day and we need your support to keep it going. So please consider supporting the podcast. Uh, sign up for the last two months of the year. It's going to, if, if you love the saints and you're not uh, a saints happy hour patron, you should be because we're having the most fun. And the discord channel is amazing every single day. I go in there, we, me and Andrew chat with people, and people have incredible jokes and incredible takes and information that's just really, really interesting and fun. You should do it. So, guys, everybody, thanks for joining us. For Andrew, I'm Ralph. We will see you again 